Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles podcast. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to discuss the reasons why training is more, much more, than a skills upgrade. Welcome, Carly. Well, thank you, Miles, and... I, th- this piques my interest because I always thought that training was actually a skills upgrade. Now you're saying it's more, and I know how your brain works, so lay this on me. I want to hear what this is about. There's, there's a lot more to training than really upgrading the skills of a, cert- a single performer. Because you've done that, you've actually changed that performer. You've given them more confidence. You've remove fear, which means their performance will be stronger. So those are all what we expect from training, right? Better performance from that performer. But because there's no fear, we actually improve the culture in the shop. And with an improved culture in the shop, the short version is everybody wins when we train our performers. And it's really important now, Cardly, because as you know, in, 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 writing, uh, putting together our final cuts, the New York Fed says business is down in manufacturing in New York. The ISM report came up, purchasing managers index came out in December and said manufacturing activity is down. Gardner business index says manufacturing activity is down. And now when, if that is true, now's the time to start cross-training our performers. So you're thinking that there's downtime and there's more time to train? Well, that's what everybody else is saying. (laughs) Our shops are still scheduling overtime. All right, you're saying now is a good time to train. Right. If, If the market softens, let's put the time to good use and let's train our performers. Okay, and then you're saying that you train your performers, now they're they're at a different level or they, they've got this new skill. Right. So now you've got to train them more, or now you're dealing with a new person, so you look at it that way? I No, help, I'm looking at cross-training. So cross-training. Cross-training. So, okay. Every, every, you know, it's continuous improvement for everybody. So why do we train? I mean, why, why do we train? We need talented people. Right. Right. We need them to do it the way we need them to do it. Right. And I I mean, I don't need untrained people making (laughs) medical devices or the brakes that are used to stop a a four ton car. Good point. Yeah. I don't want the entry level (laughs) people doing that yet either. No, I want want skilled (laughs) professionals and I want them to be confident in what they do. And training is is. It's about the skill. Sure, we're transferring skills. We're giving them new abilities. But we're more, more than that, we're giving them confidence. We're removing fear. And when we do that, they can then have full attention on the actual work and less distraction about, oh, I hope I get this right. And so removing fear is an important first step in training that I don't think as trainers, we even think about. Yeah, I don't, 
I, I think that's kind of a just a, a mindset that you yeah. have. Yeah. So okay, this we were talking about this the other day, right in front of your whiteboard. We Is were. Is this what we were talking about? Yes. Because I remember relating this to learning to drive a car. Because when I taught my girls how to drive, I brought them to the cemetery, and where people were already dead. <laughs> and <laughs> can't go wrong. <laughs> that's where they learned where the brake was and the turn signal and and you know all the mechanics of the car the basics so that when you got out on the road you were dealing with other people and not worrying about where things were on the car right and to this day their favorite story is when i in the middle i'd yell stop and they'd freak out and hit the brake and then i knew that they knew where the brake was so um this is what you're talking about you're talking about giving them the skills so that that sort of becomes a, a scent, it, it's innate. It, that's point. right, that's right. It's important to give them skills. Tr- skills transference is traditional training. That's important. That's what traditional training is all about. Use this, how to use this, where to put it, that's the thing. But if they're distracted, if they don't have understanding, if they don't have confidence, they're not going to be fully engaged and fully empowered. And that's, that's important when you think of the fact that there are over 800,000 openings in manufacturing today, and there's still baby boomers heading for the exits. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well then, okay, so you kind of need to be able to master it so that you can problem solve, right? Because if you're busy learning the little bits and parts and who's he, what's it, it's really hard to problem solve. Exactly right. And so one of the fundamentals for training is called standard work. Mm-hmm. Because then if something, if the standard work is correct, then if there's a problem, we know it's a departure from the standard, standard work. work process. So problem solving becomes easier. So the fact that you train and you create standard work to train, it just raises the level of the entire shop it's 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 i call it a virtuous cycle well that's what i was just gonna say because then once you've trained them on that you want to train them on something else so now you just keep building those skills right right and and again when something goes awry mm-hmm. when something goes wrong what are the three questions we ask is there a process right was it followed <laughs> yeah <laughs> And was it effective? That's always a biggie. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, so training is, is more than just, I teach so-and-so how to do this. If I create a standard work process, now I've got a process that shouldn't fail. And it just makes, one, it reduces failure opportunities. Yeah. And two, it makes problem solving that much easier. Ask the question, <laughs> is there a process? Did you follow it? Was it effective? Ta-da. Yeah, what's next, right? <laughs> what's next? So we've got the training for the new performer. They bring their talent. They bring their abilities, but they need to learn a lot of specifics. So uh, when they're in the process of learning, you know, they feel vulnerable. I mean, we, we may not look vulnerable, but nobody wants to make a 
big mistake. Especially when you're new. You're the new guy and yeah. you just broke a $400 drill. Uh, nobody wants to be that. If something's <laughs> wrong, you know, how would they know? I mean, they don't even know that something's wrong. Right. And so they can't feel confident. They can't feel comfortable. And that means they're not going to be satisfied with, one, their performance, two, their job, three, their their choice of career. So it's really up to us to help push the fear out by providing training that, that removes those doubts and helps them feel comfortable and, 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 and part of the team, not the odd, odd one out waiting to get the finger pointed to, right? Well, that makes sense. So that, that totally explains your point about improving morale because you're taking away that fear, you're giving them the confidence, so then that snowballs into happy workers. It, it does. And here's the thing. How many times do you hear or do you read, do you read, they talk about tribal knowledge? Well, you love saying it, so yeah, I don't well, even have to read it. Well, I, I use <laughs> tribal knowledge all the time, but here's the thing. Yeah. Who's, who's the tribe? tribe or your co-workers yeah and hopefully they're we've just added someone to the tribe right here's the problem for us as shop owners as managers mm -hmm. we may not be part of that tribe if the oh. tribal knowledge is in the hands of the tribe if only the guy on day shift knows how to put that exact hook or radius or thin the web on that tool it's not management not, doesn't know that that's right so the tribal knowledge may be different from our institutional knowledge and yet we sell our institutional capabilities so we need again this is why training creating standard work now it's institutional knowledge not just tribal knowledge so that it stays with the institution even if that person leaves the tribe. Exactly. Vacation, layoff, you know, addition to the family. Or something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's great reasons to be, be missing from work, you know. Twins! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> right? So that's one other advantage of training is that it enables us to broaden and democratize the tribal knowledge and, and make sure that it's institutional, not, not just in the hands of a few gatekeepers. So when you're saying training, you're actually saying cross-training. I am for existing performers, but the new performers too, they still are gonna have to learn that. But training is about improving everybody's performance. Right. And what's a consequence of improving everybody's performance? Uh, gee, a well-run business, happy workers. Happy workers, improved morale. Yes. Improved morale. I'm no longer in fear of, ah, we've only got one of these and Zippy's going to break it. Ah. No, it's like we know how we have a process. This, this will get us through this run. So morale is improved. Work and job satisfaction. You know, all good things. You know, in a, in a in a world where you know the last six weeks everything was about quiet quitting, <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and workforce turnover, 
And uh, if, if my investment in training improves morale, job satisfaction, um, I think that's a win for everybody. You know, but nobody puts, nobody says, well, I'm, I'm training to improve morale. Morale. I'm that's improving true. to train work satisfaction, job satisfaction, quality of life. Hello. Hello. Well, then, and we've talked about this and I've written about this. When you got happy workers, that helps recruiting. Because they're, they're, they're out there in the world saying, I love my job. We, we need 800,000 more skilled people in manufacturing. Why wouldn't we want to improve recruiting? Who's going to advocate? Who's going to talk to the people that could be our next hire? Somebody right. that's happy, has job satisfaction, try yeah. to work, not, not afraid. Well, and I always figure people generally are friends with like-minded people or have the same kind of interests. So when you're telling your friend how much you like your job, and what you get to do and that excitement, that person, odds are good, are the same sort of profile, exactly for lack right. of a better word. Exactly right. They, they're, they're bringing in natural tribe members. Ooh, natural tribe members. Natural I like that. Natural tribe members. I like you know, that. Skaters hang with the skaters, <laughs> right? Yeah. And they're changing the carts on those boards, and they're doing the boards, bending in, in it. Tribal. Tribal. So, while it does help with recruiting, as you said, mm -hmm. it also improves retention, right? Oh, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, of course. Because you're valued, you're right. learning, you're happy. Yep. Improve morale, yeah. All yeah. that equals up to staying on the job right and this is this is i think the most overlooked point and it's one i i blogged about it back back in the day people would say i don't want to train people because they might leave oh I and remember i would that. i would slap my head i'd slap my head i'd slap my head after three times i would say what if you don't train them and they stay <laughs> What if you don't train them and they stay and they make the same mistake? They don't have a pro repeatable process. They grab whatever and, I mean, it's just chaos. So training, all these social things we've talked about, all these business consequence things that are positive we talked about, but it also improves retention. Which, yeah, that, all, that makes total sense. It all rolls in there. So... The final aspect of this topic, Carly, is because we train, we will train to a standard method. We're going to create a standard work process. Yeah. And, and I think that this is really important because especially, especially with talented performers, because talented performers all have discretion. They have they learned this way, this guy learned this way. I always use this, I use a closed end, I use a box, I use, I use an open end. I, everybody's got their favorite way, and that causes variation. And variation causes differences in our processes and can cause differences in the product and differences in the performance of the parts. So the act of training, finding the best way 
and getting everybody ag agreed that's the best way and then training to that standard work, it's absolute slam dunk best, best way to assure quality, improve the quality of your product going out because everything's standardized. We're not taking away discretion from everyone. We're actually asking everyone for their best. Best practices. Best practices. Deciding on what, what is the best practice and then everybody is now trained at best practice. That's standard work. So is standard work and tribal knowledge, are those the same words? If they aren't, you've got claim problems. <laughs> <laughs> if they aren't. That's, that's the point. I'm trying to differentiate that tribal knowledge is what people know, mm -hmm. and people do what people know. If tribal knowledge isn't the same as standard work, you have no control over your shop's output. Ooh, nice. That's just, yeah. you know, that's, that's how I see it. Yeah. It, it all works towards a, a positive result. Good products, less time, happy workers. It's, it's, training is more than a management choice. Okay, you've, you've convinced me. At, at first I thought it, you, you just made that nope. up, but nope. you didn't. This, it's training is the first step of a virtuous cycle where competence to do the job, confidence in their ability to do it, morale, performance, quality, the company's reputation, all benefit. Everybody grows, everybody improves. Everybody improves, and guess what? People want to be part of success. Yes. They see success, they want to be. Guess what? I, I'd like my child to work there. That's, that, that's aspirational. So that's why train. And that's why, you know, now if you are finding little extra time between setups, now would be a great time to do some training, not just for the new people, but cross-train and get those best practices documented as standard work. Find the best way to do this. Ask everybody and, you know, everything wins. Everything benefits. And that wraps up today's podcast on training as more than just a skills upgrade. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You could even make it standard work because <laughs> you don't want to miss one. And for additional information, please visit pmpa.org where you can also search for articles, webinars, more podcasts, and other resources. And if you aren't already taking advantage of a PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see the myriad of other benefits. And why is PMPA membership so important, Miles? Because, because we, we are, are better, better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.